Hello and welcome along to the podcast. Thank you for listening and downloading. It's Mark Shardlow here. And once again today we'll be talking about the Paralympics. But a quick word about Olympic spectators. Yesterday announced that there will be empty stadiums at venues in and around Tokyo watching the Olympics, which is sad, but I guess inevitable. Um, The state of emergency in Tokyo has increased until late August. Now, it could be lifted in time for the Paralympics, and there could be spectators there, but at the moment, it's looking like empty stadium. Right, the latest team announcement for the Paralympics came yesterday, double announcement at Loughborough. We had a great chat with Ali Jawad, the powerlifter, really revealing... Uh, yesterday. Uh, today it's the paratriathlon squad and one member in particular, uh, Alison Peasgood. Alison competed and won a medal in Rio five years ago so this is her second games. Yeah it's, it's just exciting to, I think the last couple of years has been so up and down so to finally be here and getting announced that you're going to Tokyo, yeah that is so special. How has it been then, all that, the one, the uncertainty, and two, training through the uncertainty? Yeah, for me it's been quite unique because obviously I relied on having a training guide to do, to take me running, um, to go out in the tandem um, and to swim open water. Suddenly then you weren't allowed to do anything other than people within your household. So my poor husband has done absolutely everything. Um, he's been yeah, running, coaching, t- tandem riding, he's done it all. Um, you've obviously had like ups and downs like them from motivation perspective and we actually had a nasty crash just as lockdown eased last year and I broke my hand so I was stuck on a turbo for months and months and months but the silver lining of that was it just it's almost spurred me on like it made me want to like if I can only turbo I'm gonna turbo really well Um, and it's brought my bike power on incredible so oh that's great so some (laughs) positives there just to check your husband he, he, he's competed in triathlon in the past. Yeah, so he yeah. was a guide for the men before Rio. And then obviously when the men category wasn't in for Rio, he became a training guide initially for the girls. Um, so, uh, yeah, and that's obviously, it was quite handy to marry someone who happens to swim, bike and run quite yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, good choice. But yeah, <laughs> that was so. my advice to people. There was a question I was asked about new triathletes, like what was the biggest advice? And I was like, find yourself a husband that can swim, bike and run. Very good. Does he cook as well? Uh, I like cooking. So that's my only one thing that I get to do and be in charge of. Very good. Yeah, you were there in Rio sort of five years ago. So you, you know what it's all about. Does that help? I think it... It prepares you for sure. I think when we have no idea quite how this games is going to feel, um, but at least you kind of have been, yeah, you've been through it and you've got the experience of doing well, so that helps. Um, and then you seem to be in decent form, I guess, because you were in Leeds and you must have been quite happy with how, how Leeds want, uh, went. I wonder what that was like because we never really had a, a para tri event like that in this country. Yeah, I mean, we had, I think we've had a few in the past, but certainly not of that, like, magnitude. Like, for me, that was crowds comparable almost to Rio at places. Like, the crowd support in Leeds was phenomenal. Um, and it really did spur you on. Like, my, Nikki, my guide, Nikki, gets so excited by these things. She was, like, kind of trying to create the crowds to make even more noise and stuff. So, yeah, the atmosphere was incredible. I mean, for me, it was the first proper race in almost over a year. And... Um, almost over two years really um because i had been ill in 2019 so i was rusty in leeds but um there's definitely like loads of learning and as i say it was incredible to be part of 
For those who don't know the sport, can you just explain the part the guide plays with you in the three different disciplines? Yeah, so they swim, and the swim, like their, their main role is so you're tethered together so that I can sort of feel where they are, and I'm swimming really close to them. But their job is then to sight to make sure that we're obviously going to the buoy. Um, we have like series of different taps so that I know when I'm to go around the buoy. Um, and then, yeah, on the, they ride the tandem, they're at the front of the tandem. That, for some reason it's often a question people ask but for sure they're in charge of the brakes and the gears so they're in the front um, and obviously it's like then a combined power the both of you as in like how good you can both be on the on the bike together and then on the run we have a tether again so that kind of again they're running next to you tell giving me information about what the road surface is like what corners are coming up yeah, and obviously they are. It's like communication throughout the whole race in lots of different ways. It's like completely different through swim, bike and run, but communication is the key element of a guide athlete sort of pairing. Uh, how special is that relationship then? How important is it? Yeah, it's like you, you just need to spend time getting to know each other. And I think ultimately the person I probably swim, bike and run best with is my husband simply because we've done so much together. But it's then working out, well, how can, when you're working with a new guide like Nikki is, and how do you learn quickly to build up that trust and that rapport so that you can be completely relaxed with one another and, and do you become friends off the, the the circuit as well how does that work yeah I think I mean you have to you have to have an element of you know, as I say like the more you know each other the better you're going to do one of the guides from last time round in Rio what the, our reserve guide I, she was my bridesmaid at my wedding and I was meant to be her bridesmaid but it's the day before we fly to Miyazaki but yeah, you, you know, you spend so much time together, you build up such a good relationship. Have you competed before in Yokohama or in Japan? Yeah, I've competed in Yokohama twice. So you know a bit about the culture, a bit about the conditions that you're going to expect? Yeah, when we've raced Yokohama in the past, though, it's not been, it's earlier on in the year. So the, the humidity that we're going to experience is going to be, I wasn't at the test event, so I'm hoping that all the heat chamber stuff we've been doing will stand me in good stead. I suppose now the Paralympics are definitely going to go ahead. It does feel like, you know, I just saw the other day that, that the crowds are being asked not to go and support the marathon runners. Couldn't you cope? How do you cope with the lack of crowd? Because you mentioned earlier how the crowd sort of spurred you on in Leeds. I mean, ultimately, paratriathlons never had a huge audience. There's never been, you know, the streets have never been crowded with people really. So we're used to racing effectively like a time trial against the clock. For me, the special thing about these games is that triathlon is getting televised. It wasn't televised in Rio. And so the fact that our whole race is going to be shown, that to me is getting out to a wider audience. The more people see it, people ask questions and, you know, the sport will grow that way. Yeah, and you can use that as a motivation, can't yeah. you? Yeah, like knowing that people back home are actually watching this, like live. <laughs> and where will your husband be? Yeah, he's going to cycle. He wants to cycle from Stirling to his parents' house in Cambridge. Um, and watches all there because he was obviously meant to be out there um, but yeah we'll go and watch it with his parents because then they'll be supporting both me and George my brother-in-law he wants to cycle yeah he always likes a challenge yeah and so he's taking them the annual leave off obviously to come and watch me so yeah he's going to cycle from Stirling to Cambridge how long will he it take to get there he reckons two days two days that's we'll impressive see. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's over like yeah it's over 200 miles uh, fantastic to talk to you congratulations on making your seven games and I hope the build up goes really well for you thank you thanks for your support and that's Alison Peasgood and I love the story about her husband cycling 
from Stirling down to Cambridge to watch her and her brother-in-law George. George has been a regular feature on this show. He's popped in from time to time over the last six months. I've got another date with George next week and today he was named as part of the paratriathlon squad alongside his sister-in-law Alison. That's it for today. Special bonus editions coming up over the next few days as we go seven days a week in the run-up to the opening ceremony. But until then, thanks for listening and see you soon. Bye-bye.